Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of 9021 OMG. So, uh oh, we're down one. (laughs) I just fell over. Sorry. I know I'm so riveting. But, (laughs) um, so my bestie and co host, Jen, is away this week. So while. The cat's away, the mice shall play. Amy and I are here and we're going to jump in. We have a little surprise for you. We're actually not going to jump into the episode. 
What did we, we decided? Oh my God, are you punking me right now? Where's well, Ashton? Well, a little bit, yes. So we decided, because Jenny's not here, mm-hmm. we wanted to take this opportunity yes. to do a Donna deep dive. So, <laughs> because it's like, okay, wait, this is like really the time to do it. So, oh my God. So I wore the right outfit. Oh my God. First of all, you I'm like guys, on point. Tori is full sunflower sweatshirt. <laughs> Literally could match the hat perfectly. Oh, and a crop. I mean, Look you good. know. Thanks. Well, okay. So th- this will bring me. What's a Donna deep dive? Oh, it's, uh, we're digging into Donna to dissect her oh, and geez. to dig okay. into everything Donna. So we okay. found some Donna yes. super fans. But at, but first, I have a few Donna questions before we bring on everybody. Wait, the super fans are coming on? Yep. So yes. we did the Brenda versus Kelly debate. Yes. And so we thought, oh, this is like the perfect time. We've never done a deep dive into Donna. Like we do little things. And I always talk about like... Donna gets sort of forgotten sometimes, or she's like the story of my life. (laughs) Donna and I are so similar. (laughs) Okay, so I have some Donna questions, and some you've answered, but I want to refresh, you know, everyone's memories. And we have some new people, so it's like, first of all, how did, yeah, I know how you got the part, but tell everybody how you actually became Donna and the challenges of convincing your dad to let you be Donna. Okay. So I got the part of Donna because I pretended to be someone else and they had no idea who I was. And I magically just got the role because I'm such a great actress. (laughs) I am a good actress, but that aside, I totally got the role because of my dad, obviously. But I think at 16, I truly believed, I truly believe that I got that part on my own. So Here's the thing. I had an agent. I had my own agent. Yep. I had done Saved by the Bell. Yep. I had oh, done True Beverly that Hills. iconic Saved by the Bell part. Nerdy Tori. I had had my first co-star role on a show on CBS called The Wizard. And I was feeling real good about myself. I'd starred in a couple school plays. And then I Were was like, okay. Were you in regular okay. school? Sorry to interrupt. Were you in regular I school? I was. I was at Westlake School for Girls, which is now Harvard Westlake. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I would always go through my dad's briefcase because I wanted to be a producer, loved what he did on the weekends. He would have me go in and I'd be like, click, click his old school briefcase, take out all his scripts, bring them out to him at the pool. He would sit there and go through every script and dog ear the pages. And, um, and with, uh, not a Sharpie, a Bic pen. Like like a ballpoint? Not a ballpoint. Oh, like a black roller? Yes. He would make notes and rewrite lines. Oh, wow. So he and by the end, they'd be filled. Yes. He would change everything. And then I would go back and put them in his briefcase. So one day I opened it up and it said class of Beverly Hills. And I was like, oh, interesting. And he said, yes, I'm doing this show and it's all about teenagers. Um, and they go to school in Beverly Hills. So I went through it, which I always did see anything for me, anything for me. Do you think you like, inspired oh it? I don't think I inspired it because Darren Starr created it. Okay, okay. And we didn't know each other, but definitely there were some experiences put layered throughout the years. Okay. Um, So Darren went to your dad and then they continued to develop it. I believe so. I don't know that exactly. Okay. Somehow they knew each other. Yes. 
or he, my dad wanted, Fox wanted to do something with my dad and continue that relationship. Maybe they had found Darren. I'm not sure who came first, Um, the Darren or the Fox. So, um, (laughs) so I went through and I didn't say anything to my dad. I called my agent, Iris Burton, who was like the big, like Hollywood kids agent. And I said, my dad has the script. I want to go in and read. I don't want to tell him. So when she was like, she had this. She was like, "Oh, honey, they're gonna know it's you," and I was like, "No, but I." Oh, honey, come on. Um, and I was like, "No, no, no. Let's make up a name so it won't be Tori Spelling." And I was like, "It'll be." Oh my god, I blinked down on the name I always use. Was it Tori Richards? Oh, Tori Richards is a good name. Which happened to be the name of Heather Locklear's character in Hollywood Wives that my dad had just done, and no I just way. seen okay. on TV. So again, no one would know. Um, God, your so dad loved Heather. Heather, she his, yeah, wow. his lucky penny. Yeah. He would call her, and she was very yeah. lucky. Yeah. So I went in and read for the part of Kelly Taylor. Oh my um, God! And then my dad came in and said, um, "By then he knew I had gone in and auditioned, and he said, uh, babe, he said, ironically, he sounds like Iris Burton right now, but." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're you're going to be on the show. And I think I got the part of like friend one or something. Okay. So he said, okay, yes, I will let you do this. You'll be on. Yes. Okay. But you were not Donna. Yeah. I don't believe, but I could be wrong. Um, and someone else will know the answer to this. I don't even know if Donna had a name in the That's very what I was first ask script. You. How did Donna get her name? I don't know. How many people call you Donna on the street? Uh, the three things I turn to in life, it's Tori, Donna, and mom. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. And even like, I'll go to people's houses for a dinner party and it's like someone who's having this chic dinner party and they totally slip and will yeah. open the door and say, hi, Donna. <laughs> and I don't say anything. I'm like, hi. And then they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. I respond to both. It's fine. I get it because I've definitely had my moments where I have to like, Oh, Tori, Jenny. Like, <laughs> but it's okay. okay. So- We're interchangeable. But um, yeah, I remember when they did assign the name of Donna, I was like, oh man, that's the dorkiest name ever. What? I did. I don't know. Because it was sort of My- 50s-ish. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I felt like an old school housewife and I was like, oh man, like this isn't a cool name, but I couldn't say anything. I was just like, do okay. you guys just get a script, like the first script or do you get like a page, like a biography of like who they envision Donna to be? No. So you create from the script who Donna is. I did because at the time Donna wasn't anybody. She was just, you know, friend, Kelly's friend. friend and there one. were there were like two others. There was me and two others in the pilot. Oh wow. Okay. There's an OG picture of like the cool girl gang and it's Jenny like leading it. And then there's me and two other girls surrounding her. And we were all supposed to go on to be like the, the cool girls at school. And then after the pilot, it kind they of ditched the other two girls. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. So when in the trajectory did you sort of realize, okay, Donna is going to be the virgin or was that something your dad really wanted? Oh man, I, I don't, I, it didn't come from me. I don't know where it came from. Cause I, I feel like that wouldn't come from my dad. Maybe it was 
I mean, it, was so it had to do with her religion on, yeah. and we're Jewish. So it wasn't that. So someone came up with it. My dad was probably like, great. You know, <laughs> she's going to be a character that's going to have a boyfriend. Great. Let's keep and her the virgin. When did you learn that David and Donna would be for the long haul, essentially? Or did you, could they have broken up at any time, you know, throughout? And I know there were things. There were, I was never told, like, this is the ultimate, like, when the show goes for 10 years, which no one anticipated, like, David and Donna will get married in the finale. Like, So it was never like a planned endgame from the beginning? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that wasn't something, and we were so young, we didn't have the mindset to be like, where's my character going? Like how to, we were just like in it going. So. Okay. And then now, I mean, I know I have mine, but what do you feel are the most iconic moments for Donna? Like what stands out when you think about the 10 years, who, what stands out the most about Donna? For me, it was all about the comedy just because like I said, I didn't, I didn't have a character. And in my mind, um, I felt like I couldn't keep up with Jenny and Shannon. And, you know, Gab kind of had her own storyline. So I never put myself in that category. But it was always Brenda Kelly and Donna. Yeah. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm not as pretty as them. I'm not as cool as them. Um, they can do drama. Now, is oh, that my God. Tori or Donna? That's Tori thinking Ooh, that. Tori. But Tori creates Donna. So in my mind, I'm like, what? Uh, you know, it's hard when you're 16 and you don't feel good about yourself. Um, I felt good enough about myself to be like, I got to do something to set myself apart and take charge here. So obviously somewhere deep down, I pulled it together. But um, yeah, and I was like, drama wise, I, wow, they can cry and do these emotional scenes. I didn't know if I could do that. Oh, wow. But I knew I could do comedy. That's what always I used to entertain people at school. And I and my friends and family. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to start doing like funny stuff. Wow. And then the writers were like, oh, okay, she can do that. And then that's what led them to be like, okay, let's start writing that direction. So for if her. you were to describe Donna in five words. Yes. Who, what are those words? Um, sweet, funny, fashionable, mm-hmm. um, loyal. Yeah. Oh, man, I need a fifth. Um, help me. No, I want you to do it. Ah, uh, indecisive. Indecisive. It's so funny <laughs> because the thing that I that you didn't say, but that I always notice is that Donna is the peacemaker. Donna is the moral compass. Donna is sort of that helping guide these guys. And I think I don't know if that was intentional. Or now I'm seeing it so much more now. But it's like, I think about all the episodes we've watched. The, you know, the Christmas episode on the bus when everyone's fighting. Uh, Dylan's dad passes away and you're like, this is the right thing and you need to all get your leap together. So I think she is much stronger and a leader than you, Tori, ever give her credit for. Or myself for. <laughs> yeah. How much? Okay. So, um, how much of Donna is Tori, and how much of Tori is Donna? Um, I feel like Donna 
is all Tori, except then like Tori came into her own, but Donna stopped because <laughs> wow, we stopped. That's you know? interesting. We stopped when I was 26. And at 26, I was just starting to come into my own. And I really didn't hit my stride till my 30s where I was like, look out. I got something to say. You know, I, yeah. I can have a voice too, you guys. Um, and that's when that happened. And I didn't say what you think of Donna as the peacemaker, because those were the scenes that were hardest for me to do because wow. it put the spotlight on me. And I, I just wanted to like be funny, entertain, fit in. I oh, didn't want to be like blend in a little bit more. Yeah. So when I had those lines, I would literally like sweat before we had to do a take. I was like terrified because it was, it was so on me. I would have like a little voice and just be like, do what everyone else wanted to do. So for me to stand up and take charge of everybody was not in my wheelhouse. And it was really hard. Do you think that of all the characters and the actors, Donna and Tori are the most similar, the most like whatever, I don't know a fancy word to say they are the most the same. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Jason is kind of Brandon-like. He he is. <laughs> Jason's so nice sure. and cool. <laughs> Jason's like the opposite of Brandon. That's so funny. Yes, I he is nice and cool, so but like nice he's just so cool. And Kelly Brand's just and like Mister Good, like two shoe, goody two shoes, and. Like, Jason's very different. But I guess in the same likeness that Donna's so sweet, but, like, I have a body side to me. Like, Jason right. would be that version of Kelly Brandon. Kelly and yeah. Jenny are not the same. They have, like, not some characteristics, same, really. but they're not the same. No, I don't think so. Steve and I, I th- and are, like, not the same. Um... Although they're both, yeah. like, goofy. I mean, like, the goofy side yeah, yeah. is Ian's goofy side. So, yes. And that wasn't originally in Steve. But Ian is Ian not. put that in. He's not, like, assy like no. Steve. Like, he doesn't no. have that D-wordy, jerky thing at all. No. He's, like, the sweetest person. Um, okay, I know that we're, everybody, all the, you know, Donna fans want to come in. But oh my God. I can't yeah. do a Donna deep dive without at least okay. mentioning Donna Martin graduates because we're getting there. We're getting closer to that. Yeah. When you were, and we'll dig more into it when we do the episode, but like, did you ever think that that line would literally be on t-shirts 30 years later? No way. No, no, I I had no idea. And, and it was probably a lot of focus when we got to that script on me that I was just like, Oh, it makes you uncomfortable again. So you kind of whole So I cringe because like I at least I didn't have to be there and hear my name out loud, my name, her name, but it's the same thing. It's as if they were all did a walkout and chanted Tori Spelling yeah. graduates and I was in a corner like, oh, my name is being said. It's the same thing. Is that what people <laughs> say to you the most? Like, is that the most iconic the most. line? Yes. And every single fan always asked me to say it to them. Yet I, Donna never said it. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I love it. Okay, yeah, so the the deep dive into Donna continues. Is there anything oh that's misunderstood I'm like about sweating? No, it's so good. Is there anything that's misunderstood about Donna before we go? Like something that fans or the audience always thinks, but you were like, I never intended Donna to be that. I mean, she was originally written, I think, to be ditzy. Yeah, but I don't think she is ditzy. Like she's very she. No, sees and gets she it all and had learning challenges, but she was right. not, she was smart. 
is right. smart. But I think she always believed she wasn't smart. That was her thing. Yeah. Which is exactly like me. Oh, my God. I'm realizing even that more today how close Donna and I are. And do you think that that was over time, like the writers just sort of put more of you into it? Or do you think you put so much of your own like insecurities into her? I think it was a full on combination. And I don't know. Maybe my dad. I don't know. Maybe when they said describe Tori to us. So we oh, have wow. like... Maybe he said the stuff that I never even thought he noticed, but maybe he did. I don't know. I don't know. They wrote everything that was exactly me. And unless they were like literally like watching us on video camera behind the scenes, I don't know how they could know all that. When you watch it back now, do you like Donna? Yes. Yes. When I watch it back now, I think she's adorable. I think I would be friends with her. Um... Yeah, sorry. No. (laughs) No, I just like, I feel like I was such an insecure girl. And I look back now and I'm like, oh my God. Like she was pretty and strong and like a leader and like took chances. And when I thought like I was too insecure and didn't fit in, like even the outfit she wore, like I chose to wear that. Like I made choices that made me a leader and yet I didn't even know it. And it took like 30 years of looking at myself back on camera to realize, oh, I wish I knew that then. Yeah. Oh, my God, Tori. So is Donna just like, does she just hold such a special place in your heart? I mean, I can see because you're emotional and crying. It's like she means so much to you. And I think now you see it so differently. Wow. Definitely. I mean. Do you miss her? Um, I don't miss her because I feel like I am her. Yeah. So I feel like I'm like, I live with Donna every single day and I'm proud of that. And, um, you know, it, it's it's like when people do series and movies that are so near and dear to fans' hearts and then they don't want to be known as that afterwards. That never crossed my mind. Like Donna is everything to me. It's like 50, I'm 50% Tori and 50% wow. Donna and together we're just one. And I'm so proud of that character. Everything she stood for. Um And yeah, I wish, I do wish we could go back and like see where they are now. And like, it's a (sighs) bummer that BH90210 didn't go on because people like, a lot of the fans loved it. A lot of the fans were like, we want a straightforward reboot. And we're like, well, we were going to give you the best of both worlds if we got to season two. If the opportunity came, would you do it where it's not kind of how you guys did BH90210, but where it's like, a real like here or where these characters are now and what would you like to see in Donna like is she career Mm. woman does she have kids like is she happy what is she well we left off with her although sometimes we say like it doesn't count but (laughs) the 90210 that was on CW like we did get to see a peek at where Donna was now right but I got some input, like they said, what do you want her to be? And I said, she's still a fashion designer. Um, They live, you know, they live in Japan. Like David is a music producer and they have, they had a kid. We should do Um, those episodes like we did Melrose Place. Oh my God, we really should. Yeah, that would be cool. But I wasn't happy that we left off with Donna, that she and David were separated and they were thinking about getting a divorce. So that's the last time we saw Donna. And I'm like, ah, that doesn't sit well. No. 
just had so, the craziest idea. Literally, what? I just had the craziest idea that I need to text. I don't want to say it right now because I uh-huh. almost think it's like so good. I'm going to text Ooh. you and Jenny <laughs> a way that we could find out where they are and what they're doing. I'm going to text okay. you. I'm in. I'm okay, in. So Stay tuned. We have like Donna super fans and I can't wait to hear what they want to ask and know and what they think. Oh my gosh. Wait, who's supposed to do the Jenny part? We'll, we're going to go to a break and then we'll come back. You're just, no, I'm t- just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to ever do that? No. Okay. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, do you not normally ever do the break? Never. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's me. If it was just, see, if, if it were you just you and me so and it good. is you and me, we'll just keep talking. It's, it's so good. There's no okay. breaks. We'll be back with all the uh, Donna details. Hey everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think their infinity waterproof eyebrow liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look and their easy to use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. 
They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. good. How are you? <laughs> good. Thank you. I'm Stephanie. Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Yes. I'm Tori. Hi. Nice or to Donna, see you. Whatever I... you want to say. Yeah. Grown <laughs> up watching you for years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. Well, um, well, my producer and co-host, Amy Sugarman, surprised me today. We're doing a Donna deep dive, which I'm not good with all the focus on me, but since you're here... Um, <laughs> What, do you have any questions or anything you want to say about Donna? Um, well, I had a question I was curious about. Um, if you or Jenny or anyone else had seen that unauthorized 90210 story that came out a number of years ago. I and what you thought it. of the actor portrayals and how accurate the storyline was or not accurate. So that was on Lifetime. And... Mm -hmm. um, it was interesting because I I was at before it came out I was at a party and a girl came up to me and this is sorry this is before I knew it was being made a girl came up to me at a party and she said I just auditioned to play you in a 90210 movie and I was like mm -hmm. what but I had to play it cool and I was like oh great great and I didn't know there was one being made but she was super cute and bubbly. And I was like, oh, she would be a good Donna. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. she, when I saw it, she didn't go on to be the part. But 
Um, yeah, that's how I found out about it. And I thought it was well done. I thought all the actors were adorable. I think it's super hard to play somebody else, especially when I guess when I'm that close to all those people to ever be Mm -hmm. like, oh, they nailed it. It's just a tough thing. But um, I really, really liked the actress that played Donna or Tori, Tori and Donna. Mm -hmm. Um, There were some inaccurate stories and I remember thinking, oh, I wish they had like reached out to to me at the time because I would have <laughs> I remember details like no other. And I'm like, oh, I would have mm-hmm. told them how that story actually went. Um, so there were some like hints at truths of some stories, but then they like were wrong. So whoever like told the stories didn't know them correctly. Oh, OK, interesting. But I, but I thought it was well made. Yeah. What um, was your favorite storyline for Donna through all 10 seasons? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, it was anytime I got to do comedy, like physical comedy. Um, I'm a big I Love Lucy fan. So um, remind, some of the episodes reminded me of that, like Spring Dance with the Big Red Dress, um, Halloween when I was the mermaid and I couldn't move. Um, mm-hmm. I also loved, like, I got to do, like, dramatic stuff, like Donna almost not graduating at prom. Um, obviously, and Donna Martin graduates. Um, and then the season finale, marrying David, Donna and David's wedding. I love mm-hmm. it's really special to me. That's a good episode. <laughs> and then between um, David and Noah, I'm trying to remember who else was your love interest on the series. Did you have a a favorite one outside of David? Outside of David, I will. It gets personal because I really loved uh, working with Jamie Walters, even though he played Ray Pruitt. And Mm -hmm. it was a great relationship. And then they turned into a not great relationship and he was abusive. So that wasn't good. But um, we were like best friends. We became best friends. We started working together. So I loved working with him. Um, And obviously, yes, David and Brian, my number one. Outside Mm -hmm. of that, um, I loved Donna's relationship with Joe. And I think I loved her relationship with Joe because – for me, like I, at the time when I was young, I always picked the bad boy in real life. And so I finally got to see through my character what it was like to have a nice relationship with someone that was really just a good guy and good to her. And that's what mm-hmm. Joe represented to Donna. Um, so it was nice that one of us got to have that, mm-hmm. even though I never did at the time. <laughs> yeah. How was um, your relationship with Catherine Cannon? Who played your mom? Amazing. Um, She was so amazing to work with. I loved working with Catherine. She was such a great mom. Even Mm. though Felice was questionable, Catherine (laughs) was nothing like that. She was super nurturing and supportive um, and was always there for me on a mother level throughout the years. So um, I loved working with her. I think we have to move on to the next caller, but your questions are amazing. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. That's, this was fun. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. Oh my goodness. This is crazy. Hey, do you Hi. love my, um, my Dylan hair? Um, really good job. How much hairspray did that take? Um, it's all about the blow dryer. And then I just do. Oh, wow. Nice. Well played. Um, where are you calling from? I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut. Nice. Do you have any questions for me? Um, Yes. So as a huge fan of 90210, been watching literally since it started with my mom. Yay. Oh, nice. um, 
Yeah, you guys and then Party of Five was right after. Um, uh, so, I, I used to love Party of Five. Now I have too. my own Party of Five. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> awesome. I love following you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, yeah, your family's beautiful. Thank so you. you're welcome. So my question is, because I love hair, um, and there are so many hairstyles throughout the 10 seasons of 90210. So I'm dying to know, like, which ones were your favorites of your own, like, haircuts, color styles, and, like, which one was, like, your least favorite or, like, you're, like, you look back and you're, like, oh, what was I thinking? Yeah. Okay. I got some answers for you. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I love, like, Donna's iconic do, like, kind of before I went platinum, like, where she, I did that hair myself where I would literally take hairspray, take my fingers, like, pull out like from my temples my hair spray it go to the other side pull out like rake my fingernails through my temples through my hair spray it take my bangs put them up spray it and go um I love that one and then I decided to go platinum that one I actually that uh, was a decision I made on a Friday night with a box of hair color in my bathroom with my best friend and uh it turned totally like kind of orange so then we had to get it color corrected um and then I was platinum and then I decided I wanted a bob because they were in but I went yeah. to someone and they cut my hair um so first I had the bob and then I wanted to go like kind of a-line and then I wanted to go a little shorter like the bob and someone cut it really short so I ended up with almost like a short hairdo and long in the front. And that made me miserable because my hair was my identity and I had nothing to hide with. So when I look back on those episodes, I like cringe. <laughs> um, and at the time, the red hair was what I thought was a good choice. But looking back 30 years later, I'm very sad that Donna married David with red hair because I just I feel know, like I, I heard it's you not say Donna. Like, I don't know. I just can't handle it. Like, we're going to get to it in the show in 90210OMG where we're, like, talking about Donna and she'll have red hair. And I'm just going to be like, that's not you, girl. Like, it's not you. So, anyway. I know. I I actually loved, though, season six, your your guys' junior year of college, when you, when you had the platinum, but it was, like, parted in the middle. And it was a little, like, longer in front and then short in back. I, like, loved – I thought you were on point that whole season. Like, hair, I was just about makeup, to say that. Your outfits, like – and when you were dating Joe, the football player, like, I just thought that whole season you were on point. Thank you. Like, I feel like, besides being the iconic initial Donna, that was my favorite look. Um, the down the middle, perfect hair length – dark lip that's why i wore it today mm -hmm. like yeah you yeah. have like lip liner or something going on like a gloss sometimes i don't know it was just you looked great and hot thank you so much i remember i used to wear um nails like i would be in the in the uh, makeup trailer changing my nail color in between scenes we used to have this um polish it was called hard candy and they put like the gel like rings on the polishes and they sent it to us and it was all different colors and I remember at the time all the other girls were like who would put colors on their nails that's crazy and I was like I'll do it <laughs> and so then I became obsessed with it so if I was wearing a yellow outfit I would come in and paint my short nails yellow and then I would be purple and I just remember all the girls being like what is she doing and now I look back and I'm like on point mm-hmm 100 but you can't not talk about the curls when Donna had, <laughs> I thought that was the, the 
coolest hair. And I also thought all the episodes where you were supposedly in France, Donna looked amazing in all yes. of those. That was like kind of her OG hair. Yeah. Like three, or three seasons. That is true. That is true. And it was shot during the summer and it was on the back lot of Universal. I just remember it being like over a hundred degrees because that's like in Burbank. And it was like, is that Burbank? No close to it. And it was so hot. I think it was frizz a lot of it, but it gave me very a, a lot of volume. So that was good. Those Paris shoots. Were you guys um, actually in Paris when you shot? No, we were in the back lot of Universal Studios. Oh my goodness. I always LA. thought it was like a little bit of both. Sorry to disappoint and mostly Where? disappoint myself because I saw that script and I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Shannon, we're going to Paris. And I'm like, yeah. nope, we're going to Universal Studios. Okay. Um, and oh, the curls Amy's referring to. So those curls, Donna would have like this almost spiral, like sausage yeah, curls. Like um, and your then, sophomore year of college. Yeah. And then five. you make your hair like super stick straight at the top and put like a bobby pin and then like those curls. So that was inspired because I loved Drew Barrymore at the time. And I, people yes. would always say like, oh, you guys kind of look alike. And I can see that. When she was in um, Boys on the Side. Yes. The best movie. Oh my gosh. And she had those curls in that. And so next season I came to work and I was going to wear those curls. I know. You had those curls in the episode where Slade attacked you in the apartment and David came and saved the day. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I forgot about that episode. But you'll get Mm -hmm. to it. I know every episode. I've seen the series. I've watched the series over and over like dozens of times. Is it fair to say I think I love you? I love you more. This is the best experience of my life. You're awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you. This was great. If you want to follow me, smooth jazz one zero zero seven. Okay. I got you. Wonderful. Daniel Matthew, I got you. Follow up. Oh yay. (laughs) And that's my boyfriend too in the photo. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just as adorable. Okay. I love you, Daniel. I love you too. Thank you so much. This was (laughs) amazing. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good.
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Hello. What's your name? My name is Takeru. Hi. Where are you calling from? I'm from Japan. Hi. Japan is on my bucket list. Number one place in the world I want to go to. You haven't been to? I've never been. I want to go so badly. You should come. It's a really nice place. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think I would love it. Oh, my gosh. Look at all the stuff behind you. You have a stab t-shirt. Have you seen seen this one before? No. You're blowing my mind. (laughs) And I have your doll. Thank you. DVDs. (laughs) So notorious. Oh, my gosh. I love it. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I got to find that stab t-shirt. That is amazing. 
this is so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, they're making Scream 6 now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, please put a cameo of me in it. Please, I want to be in it so bad. <laughs> do you have a question for me? Yes, I do. My question is, this is my favorite look on you. And I was wonder wondering if you ever do that hairstyle again. Hmm. I actually really did like that hairstyle. So, with, uh, with so that's when I had dark hair and then I made it a little funky with some blonde in it. I don't know. Do you think I'm too old to do something like that? I don't think so. I know. I just wanted you to hear you say it. Hair <laughs> 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 I like um, you tomorrow, but Lou. <laughs> and so that outfit, I was always like adding things like I would be like, oh, can we add like little like pearls or and butterflies? I loved butterflies back then. I still do. And so we would put like butterflies in my hair. And so we put butterflies on that dress. So, so that was your, I was always your, DIYing. That was your original dress? It was wardrobe bought the dress and then I wanted to add butterflies to it. That's cool. But I like, like always on the show when I'd wear like little braids or little clips all over my hair, that was always me being like, what can we add? What can we do? Let's do something more different. Let's take a chance. Because so like cute. fashion, yeah. like fashion, hair and makeup, that was like one area I could really like go for it and take a chance. That's what I love about you. You're so cute. <laughs> I need to know Thank something. You. Were you born and raised in Japan? Yes, I was born and raised in Okinawa, Japan, yes. How did you discover 90210? Like, when did it come to you? I don't know how old you are. Or did you discover it later on DVD, streaming? How did you become a fan? Uh, 90210 started to uh, started airing a few years later. It did in the States. And when I first watched it, I was like eight, nine and I, at the time, I didn't know any English. That's what I was going to so say. Was, was it in English subtitles? How, what, was it translated? How uh, did you? A Japanese dub. Japanese dubbing. Japanese dubbing. Oh, my gosh. I wonder. <sighs> really? I, it, yes. Have you rewatched it again? I wonder if now that you speak English, if there were jokes or uh, things that got lost in translation that were very American. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whoa, what a, what a fascinating experience. Um, Tori, you are the reason I started learning English. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Because, because, because I wanted to uh, watch your movies and dramas with your real, uh, real voice and understand what you're saying. Oh my gosh, that means so much. Um, how different, like how different the girl that did the voice of Donna, how different was it than my voice? Totally different, but her voice was good too. But I like yours better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's like one of my dreams is to meet whoever did the voice of Donna in every language. Because obviously we were all, all over the world. So I would love to meet the actresses that did it for, you know, 10 seasons. They all had to do it. So well, do you have any other questions? Oh, yes. Uh, during 90210, you changed a lot. Uh, you changed your hairstyle and color a lot. 
Was that your choice? That was totally my choice. Um, but we definitely had to get clearance from the producers to change our hairstyles, color cuts. Um, more so, they just wanted to know because they always wanted to write it into the script. So if you notice, like anytime there's a major hair change on anybody, like one of the other characters will say like, oh, nice haircut or, oh, you got your hair color done. Like, oh, yeah, I just did my hair. They wanted to make sure it was like very consistent. But yeah, it was totally any hairstyles on the show were all our choices. You have good choice. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I like to mix it up. Well, I'm so glad we could do this. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, too. Thank you. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Hi, Audra. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Where are you calling from? Uh, West Virginia. Hi. How, how is it in West Virginia? Well, unfortunately, right after someone contacted me to do this, my power went out. So it's uh, the lighting's not so good in here, and it's going to get hot this afternoon. But other than that, good. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you look you look great. So well, thank you. And good news is it's a podcast, so don't worry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good. I'm the only one seeing you, and I think you look fantastic. Well, thank you. Do you have any questions for me? I do have a few questions. Um, so the first one I have, which I feel like I already know the answer to this, but is, <laughs> okay. will we ever get to see Donna and the gang again on TV? Uh, the answer from me is I really, really hope so. Um, yeah, I really hope so. You know, we did our best with BH90210 to bring everyone back together and to do something new and refreshing and and while giving the fans what they wanted. Um because, you know, season two, we were going to do a hybrid of back with the gang in 90210 as their characters and behind the scenes as the real life alter egos, obviously. But um, that didn't go on. So I hope somehow, someday we get to do something all together again and kind of see where the real gang kind of left off. That would be great. I would definitely, I would definitely tune in. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, so my next question is... Um, other than David, who would have you would like to see Donna end up with on the show? Um, I mean, I always say like, it, it depends because I feel like same as in real life, like we have different relationships in our life that are meant to be at different points in our life. And when you evolve, maybe it's not, you know, the right thing for you. I always say I really love Donna's relationship with Joe just because he was so good to her and so kind and just such a great guy. And I think she needed that, you know, even though David was her soulmate, like he had cheated on her, you know, like she needed kind of that self-confidence booster. Um, but other than ending up with David, I don't know, maybe, I mean, I don't know. I think it was always meant to be David, so I can't picture her with anyone else. Um, I mean, right before David, she was with Noah. I liked Joe as well. Joe, I think Joe, I don't know. I guess their timing was just off. They were young. Like maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if it hadn't worked out with David, maybe like in her 30s, she would have met up with Joe again and been like, oh, what was I thinking? Now I'm ready for him. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, any storylines that you really disliked for Donna? Disliked? Yes. Um, well, I literally was best friends with Jamie Walters in real life. So when they turned that storyline around, 
as an actress, it was very compelling for me to be able to act those moments and um, and go through that relationship, that abusive relationship on TV. But um, I was really sad because I knew once that was happening that there was no going back. And that, you know, was true. The audience couldn't accept him even if he became good. So um, I didn't like that storyline. Um, any others I didn't like? I don't know. It was such a fun ride. I kind of went into it. Like every time I got a new storyline, like, I mean, I guess technically, like I didn't like when Donna was like on pills and stuff. <laughs> like if I had yeah. to think about it now, but like at the time it was a challenge for me as an actress to do those different storylines. Um, like the storyline where she was being stalked and then she was held up in the, in the radio station. Um, oh, I did like being the weather girl though. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but things like that, I always thought of Donna as like the fun, like comedy relief. So when she got like dramatic storylines, at early on, I was nervous about doing, but once I got into the series and it found my confidence, you know, halfway through, then I was like, oh, bring them on. They were really exciting for me. Yeah. I love the um, Paris scene when you're eating the brains and spit it out real quick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I added that. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, and then the last question I have is um, you as Tori, did you ever feel slighted in the early years um, that sh like the bigger stories kind of went to Shannon and Jenny or were you okay with that? You know, how'd you feel about that? I never felt slighted because I never went into 90210 thinking that I would be a lead character or expecting it. Um, I think being the producer's daughter, I always undersell sold myself because I want it to fit in. And I didn't want anyone to think like I expected, you know, to be the lead. I expected to have scenes. So that was so like innately a part of me that it was always a pleasant surprise when I got any lines, you know? Um, <laughs> but it did make me work harder because I've always had this thing. I'm like the, and this continues my story, my journey in my lifetime. Like I'm definitely the little engine that could. Um, I think no is the first word towards yes. So um, whenever I didn't get something, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna show them that I can do it, that, you know, I could do this and make the most of what I did have. And that inevitably led to bigger and bigger things. And that's still my belief in life. I'm a huge fan of the show. I started watching, like, I think I was like 10 or 11 when the show came on and I've watched it probably six or seven times <laughs> over since then. And I listened to the podcast. Like the, all well. 10 seasons, six or seven yeah, times over? Probably, oh my probably God. so. <laughs> yeah. You're amazing. But then I started watching them again. Like I was listening to the first few seasons without rewatching them. And then once season three had, I started, I'm following along again. So I love that. We drew you back in for like yes, an eighth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, Audra, thank you so much. Wait, can I ask you, what is the print that's behind you on your wall? Sorry, oh, it's, um, oh, it's an owl? It? It's, yeah. yeah, my stepdaughter is um, an artist. She's only 15 and she probably made that like a few years ago. <laughs> 
I love it. Sorry, I was just drawn to it the whole time we were talking. So I wanted to ask you before you went. That's okay. A lot of people are when they come in. This was the most lit um, place I could find in the house. So you get get that as well. (laughs) It's beautiful. Tell her I love it. (laughs) I will. I'm trying to get her started on it. Like I said, she's 15 and she's all the time um, asking for new shows to watch. And so um, it's on my list. 902 and I was on my list for her to start. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, Tell her I loved her artwork and maybe she'll join you in the rewatch next I week. I bet she will. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Bye, Audra. Bye. <laughs> okay, you guys. Um, that was pretty unexpected and totally amazing. Those were some unbelievable callers. And I loved it. I secretly loved it. This was all about Donna. Oh my gosh, my heart is beaming. So thank you guys. And my better half will be back next week so join us do your homework though and we are gonna be going through episode 24 from season three perfectly perfect i can't wait um and i'll see you guys and talk to you next week love you Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.